Thanks for tuning in to the True Vibe Podcast. Here, we help you connect to your true vibration, expand your energy to authentically align you to your highest vibrational self. I'm your host, Mary McMonagle. I am the energy expansion coach here to guide you to connect with your intuition and energy to embody the person you desire to be. Now let's vibe, tribe. Hey, True Vibe Tribe. Today's guest episode was with Callie. I love her. Her and I met about a year ago at my beach yoga class I host in the summer at the Jersey Shore, which actually this week I'm setting up the schedule for beach yoga. We begin June, the first week of June we're going to begin. So if you're in the Jersey Shore area listening to this, I would love to see you on the beach for some yoga. All that information can be found on my website, which is in the show notes, truevibewellness.com. Or always send me a message on Instagram. But Kelly and I met there and she is awesome. She listens to every podcast episode. So shout out to you, Kelly. Thank you so much for being an avid listener. And she applied to be a guest on the podcast. So if you are an avid listener and you feel like you want to apply to be a guest on the podcast, I would love to see your applications come through. The applications can be found in my Instagram bio. But uh, other than that, uh, this episode was really beautiful. We talked a lot about eating disorders, the struggles, Callie's struggle, her family struggling with it. And uh, for those of you who are listening, maybe if you are struggling or know somebody who struggles, this will really, really be helpful to truly and fully love and accept yourself. Uh, my per- Myself personally, I went through an eating disorder for almost 10 years. So this was really near and dear to my heart. But about Callie, she is a Master of Social Work graduate at Stockton University. Her area of interest are eating disorders and mental health. Health. She has participated with numerous, numerous of internships, such as the Disney College Program in Walt Disney World, EHT School District under the School Psychologist, Stockton Student Success Scholars Program, and the Master Social Work Alliance Vice President. She finds that meditation is her form of self-care with having a busy schedule. While in, while she was in high school, her and her family struggled with eating disorders and self-acceptance. During the last couple of years, she's learned to love her body the way it is and have a great relationship with food. Her passion is to work with individuals who are going through any eating disorder and embracing their body as beautiful features in their lives. In her downtime, she enjoys cooking new vegetarian recipes, reading yoga, and working as a special education substitute teacher. In the future, she would like to create projects that promote body, self-acceptance, and spreading positivity among others. So if any of this resonated with you, you're going to want to stay around for this whole episode because we really dove deep in such a beautiful way, talking about a lot about the body, seeing ourselves, seeing, uh, loving and accepting ourselves. So I cannot wait for you all to meet Callie and we're going to jump right into it. Hey, True Vibe Tribe. I am here today with an amazing guest and a really dear friend of mine. We have connected uh, probably well over the last 
year or so. And um, I'd like to introduce you. So uh, Callie, if you'd like to introduce yourself and uh, tell everybody listening where you're from and where you're living now. Hi, everyone. My name is Callie. I am currently living in Acara Township, and I am a Master of Social Work student at Stockton University. Mary and I met about last summer. Uh, Mary's awesome as an awesome yoga instructor, so we met through that way. So my interest in social work is eating disorders and mental health. I also do some side jobs. I am a substitute teacher in my local school district for uh, special needs students. And I also am a graduate assistant and doing a current research study at Stockton. And I also done numerous internships working at Walt Disney World and a couple things like that. So I'm so excited to be here. Thank you, Mary, again. Wow. Yeah. Thank you for coming. And I just want to like jump and dive right into it and really hear about your story. So I know um, mental health and eating disorders is really big for you and really important. And uh, as I've told you and shared with you before, this is near and dear to my heart as I went through an eating disorder. So, but I really would love to hear your, um, a little bit about your journey with eating disorders and mental health. Yeah, definitely. So it started about when I was about 11 years old. I wasn't really aware of what eating disorders really were until my sister, my sister was about, we have a pretty uh, decent age gap. We're about eight years apart. So she was about like 18, 19 at the time. And she started, um, she wanted to go on a diet. So we, you know, she wanted to lose um, a little bit of weight and everything. And we supported her through it. And she was starting to lose like a couple pounds and everything. And she was getting like really excited. She's like, now I'm starting to lose some weight. And that couple of pounds started ending up being 10. And then it started being 15, 20 until it started getting really out of hand. We didn't realize that it started getting out of hand until uh, when she went to the doctors and we realized she was 85 pounds. So she was, uh, it was getting really um, hard for her. She was, and not only was the eating disorder taking over her, but her mind and her relationship for food was really starting to deteriorate. She was to the point where she was actually pacing back and forth. She had assigned times of when she would eat. If she had a meal at like six o'clock, if it was 6.01, she would skip that meal because she said that wasn't the time. So that's really was my first experience. And then she thankfully recovered from it. Um, We were actually in the boardwalk until we were actually eating pizza. (laughs) And we, you know, we always asked her, would you like a slice? And she, you know, would deny. But all of a sudden, like something overcame her and she was just like, give me that slice of pizza. <laughs> and that slice of pizza was, you know, two slices. And then she, you know, so, and then, and then she wanted some ice cream, some popcorn. And then unfortunately that night she did get sick, but something just came over her that day where she, where she that was the start of her recovery. So then about... I would say like two years after she recovered, then I was about in high school, I was about 15 years old and I was starting high school. And I will admit, I was a little bit on the chubbier side um, when I was a little bit younger. So when I was starting high school, you know, I was like, oh, you know, seeing all the kids, all the cool kids, all the new boys, you know, (laughs) you know, seeing other girls, you know, you know, they had the nicest clothes and everything. And they were all so thin. And I was like, wow, I want to be like that. I want to be thin, you know? 
And then this was also a time I'm, st- I'm in my early twenties, so I'm still young, but this was a time when I like Instagram started coming out and everything like that. And I was really, you know, I was starting on Instagram and, you know, seeing all these celebrities or, you know, social media stars were posting like all these great photos of themselves and bikinis and everything. And I was like, you know what? I want to be like that. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to go on a diet myself. But one thing I promised myself was I'm not going to end up like my sister. I'm not going to, you know, have an eating disorder. I think I can, you know, manage the diet well. Well, unfortunately, it started taking a, a dark turn for me. Eventually, within like six months, I dropped about. I, was, I wasn't too heavy. I was about, you know, in the middle. But I ended up being like 95 pounds. And I was only eating like 200 calories a day and only, you know, exercise. I was exercising like two hours on the treadmill every day and running to the point where I was starting to get like permanent, like knee and calf damages to the point where I was getting sharp pain. So there was, there there were some nights were harder and it was to the point where I would, you know, cry because I was so hungry, but I'm like, my mind was like, you can't be eating, you know, you can't be eating that slice of pizza. You can't be eating any, you know, chicken wings or anything. So it definitely was a long journey. Um, I went to a nutritionist to try and get help. Unfortunately, that really didn't work for me. I was just in set in this mindset, you know, I had to be thin until it was about, I was in that my eating disorder lasted about three years until I was 18. It was off and on and everything until I think it's just like the same thing with my sister, something overcame me. And I'm like, to the point, like, I need to accept myself. Like I can't look at others and compare myself on how I look. I really need to focus on love of myself, not being thin. So that was really the turning point and everything. It took a long, long time to be comfortable in myself, you know, cause you know, every, you know, we always pick on ourselves for the smallest things when it comes, you know, we pick on our flaws, but you know, it's important that we have to remember, you know, to love ourselves, to, that those flaws don't matter. Mm. You know, focusing ourselves is the most important thing. So it, it was a long journey. Um, sometimes I struggle as far as sometimes my relationship with food, but I've definitely am more comfortable and I've definitely been in recovery since then. So that's the most amazing thing. Wow. Thank you for sharing that. And it's just really empowering to be on this journey with you, like hearing, hearing you go through, like watching your sister, a close loved one, and then being like, you know, I'm never going to be like that, but I do want to be thin and fit in and social media and people look like this way. And then to take on your own journey, but then realizing, okay, I really do just want to love who I am and accept myself. So Um, I really honor you for sharing that. Um, I would love to talk about, you know, what was how, when you started to recognize, okay, it's not so much like maybe the nutritionist didn't work, but the mindset piece, uh, really, how did you start to like get deeper into your mind and realize like, how can I connect the self-love to my eating disorder? Yeah. So I remember, you know, one day I was in school and I would always skip out on lunch and everything like that. And also my friends would come up and they were, you know, 
noticing that, you know, I was losing a lot of weight. And I felt like when I was like losing a lot of weight, a lot of people noticed me more when I was thin. And I was, you know, I had a lot of growth in high school. I'm definitely not the same person as I was in high school, which a lot of us aren't. But definitely it was challenging. You know, I was focusing on, you know, pleasing other people and, you know, thinking that my image could impress somebody else. And I think when I was, you know, going through recovery, I think I realized it was just, I really needed to like wind down and really connect the pieces. Mm. And I feel like meditation and just connected with my deeper self really helped with that really helped with self-love because it's I feel like sometimes it's so hard to you know love ourselves and I feel like because we're always so busy you know we're always you know interacting with one another and you know we're always trying to sometimes please other people but sometimes we forget that we need to take care of ourselves as well and figure out where our mindset is and I feel like during that time my eating disorder I really lost connection where my mindset was and I think it's just I really needed to focus on that. So when, you know, when my friends realized that, you know, they were recognizing it for my thinness, I'm like, you know, I don't feel that way, like <laughs> physically and mentally, <laughs> you know, they're eating like, you know, a cheeseburger in front of me and here I am eating like celery for lunch every day. And also like seeing what eating disorders do to my family just also really broke my heart. You know, not only was I myself being affected by the eating disorder, but so was my family. Like my moods were changed. (laughs) So I was so irritable because I was always so hungry. And they were like, Kelly, why are you (laughs) being this way? Like everything, like, you know, we're not trying to like upset you. You know, we're trying to be here for you and we love you. And I think I just really had to connect with myself first in order to overcome the eating disorder but I had to get by those dark thoughts of you know over obsessing with food and the exercise so definitely I feel like meditation really helped me with that Mm. as far connected with myself wow it's so beautiful because you realize you're you're like I went through my eating disorder because I had to connect to myself and who I am and, and meditation really helped that I'm curious if obviously the people around you saw you losing weight, did they know what you were going through or, and, and if, if they did, did, how did you receive help really is what I want to ask. So at first um, I was just on a regular diet and everything. So I, my parents were like, okay, as long as, cause they also experienced it with my sister. So they were like, as long as you don't lose too much weight, you know, you know, we support you. And I was like, okay, perfect, you know? (laughs) So my sister was really the first one that really realized that something was going on um, physically with me because she just realized, you know, the same patterns I was doing. I was, you know, doing like the uh, time management as far as my eating. If I was like five minutes after I would skip out or just like eating the same low calorie meals a day. And it didn't my uh, parents started realizing when they uh, when I would like eat breakfast in the morning I would eat only like a low fat yogurt that was only like 60 calories and then right after I ate I would go on the treadmill and burn those 60 calories that way 
I was at zero. So, and when I started like counting my food as well, one by one, they would realize like, why are you counting your food like that? You know, that's, and then I like, just my mood swings were like very terrible. And my parents, um, they approached me first on trying to get help. And I was like, no, 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 I am not doing that. I am fine and everything. And my mom was like, you know, I think you just really need to talk to somebody, you know, a nutritionist and try and balance out. So I agreed, but the uh, therapy session, I feel like <laughs> for me, it can be difficult because I just am the kind of person, like I just give them what they think that they want to hear from me. So I always keep everything bottled up until it just overflows. So it was difficult with, um, the therapist did help me as far as trying to manage food, but for those couple years, I was up and down, in and out. My parents wanted to both put me and my sister in like some kind of treatment program, um, especially around our area. Sometimes it's a little bit more difficult trying to find a significant program that will take, you know, in eating disorders. So it was just, a lot. And, you know, my parents supported me and they never gave up on my sister and I, they knew they had, they had, you know, the, they, we had the support and they knew like, we're going to get you both better. <laughs> and, you know, they knew I had also suffered from depression too, on top of that. So they were just very concerned as that as well. So that's when they both jumped on when they were trying to address because they thought that my depression also linked with my eating disorder. Mm, yeah, 100%. It's it's eating disorders as I, as I can relate because I went through it. It's how you were doing those like timings with your meals and maybe like weird food things for lack of a better way to put it. <laughs> um, because I would do them also, whereas like, like putting these restrictions on, uh, on how to eat. And it's like, we, it's the total like control of trying to have control of our body, trying to control our mind, trying the way we control the outer reality. And that's why it's so beautiful to hear you say how mindfulness and yoga and, or I'm sorry, not yoga. And that was me <laughs> and uh, <laughs> meditation really helped you connect to understanding. Okay. I just need to dive inward. Um, so as you were starting to notice more connection with yourself what did that feel like as you were slowly healing from your eating disorder and recovering it just felt like something literally just came inside me and just said Callie you need to wake up right now you need to connect with yourself and it I remember the feeling was so amazing and it was in the most random place like I least expected it (laughs) and I was just like, it was at a time too, when I was just like, really, no, didn't know who I was, who I wanted to be. I just graduated high school and I was going into college and I was just like, even, you know, debating about that. Do I really want to go to school and, you know, battling an eating disorder on top of it. And over the summer, it's just something really overpowered me. I was uh, by my house. I was, we have a little lake down the uh, street from us. And I was just sitting there just thinking, and it's just, I had this like warm, like deep, heavy feeling. And I was just like, okay, well, I just graduated. Who do I want to be, you know? And I was just like, 
right now, the only thing like I have control of right now is this eating disorder. Like this eating disorder is really impacting my mind. And I felt, felt like it was pushing me back from all the things I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So it took me that to realize, you know, maybe I, it needs a different approach. You know, maybe if I actually, you know, you know, balance my diet, maybe, you know, I would, could do like, I want to feel as pushed back from this eating disorder as I did. And it was definitely an amazing feeling when, you know, finding a deeper connection with myself and finding that deeper connection myself, really what helped, you know, get, uh, overcome my eating disorder. So it was like the most random time, you know, you could be in the most random place and you just, you know, you make connections and just really think like, who do you want to be? And, you know, thinking, you know, trying to accept yourself and just thinking whatever, whatever people are thinking of me or whatever, however they look, you know, Instagram and the public models, you know, it really doesn't matter. What matters is connecting with ourselves and also accepting ourselves who we are. And that is how I felt like I also experienced self-love with myself. And I, you know, was able, when I experienced self-love, I was also to give that back to my family again, Mm. you know, loving them again, you know, not anymore in the mood swings, but being like, dad, mom, I actually, sis, I actually, you know, I love you. I'm so sorry. You know, the times when I was like, you know, I'm so mad at you. I'm so pissed. I'm just going to slam the door, you know? you're not helping me. You're just trying to, you know, change me. You don't accept me who I are, who I am. But in that moment, I just realized, you know, I have to love myself mm. and, you know, overcoming that eating disorder and then learning how to love, you know, my loved ones again. And also, I also had the same boyfriend who experienced all of my stages, you know, in the eating disorder. And he was always so supportive. And after, you know, I overcame that, our relationship was so much stronger because I just realized, you know, I really need, you know, to love my loved ones. And that's how I really, that was the moment I really knew that I could overcome it. Wow. It sounds like as you overcame it, it really brought you not only a deeper connection to who you are, but your family, your relationships with people, your boyfriend, and uh, just really inviting in that forgiveness for yourself for, for, and asking for, you know, and for that energy of forgiveness of going back to your parents and being like, I'm sorry when I was in these mood swings. And <laughs> wow, that's so beautiful. It's just really like a whole deeper level that, that you had to, that you went through this eating disorder to unlock not only your self-love, your self-acceptance, but to those, to those around you, which is really beautiful. Now. I'm curious um, for people listening who maybe they struggle with an eating disorder, maybe they've gone through an eating disorder or still in recovery, um, and just people in general who struggle with loving themselves, who struggle with their self-worth, with accepting themselves. What advice would you share to somebody who is is going through either an eating disorder or who's just going through a tough time of, of loving themselves? Yeah. So definitely if someone is struggling with the eating disorder, I would definitely say to them, your eating disorder does not define your self-worth. You're better than that. Mm. You are so, you know, powerful. 
you are so loved. I love you, <laughs> all the listeners out there. You know, your eating disorder does not determine your self-worth. There are so many things in life to enjoy than, you know, an eating disorder, you know, and your self-love, it, it can take a long time for somebody to realize their self-love, whether it's in different ways or anything like that. But, you know, I love you. I love all the listeners, you know, and you're not alone. Mm-hmm. You know, when I had my eating disorder, I always felt like oh, I'm the only one that's going through this, even though my sister did. And everything, I felt like I'm so alone. Nobody understands me. Nobody knows what I'm going through. And I hear all of you, you know, you're not alone, you know. And yeah. (laughs) And just, you know, I just really hope, you know, any advice I would give is one day, even though it doesn't seem like it right now, you know, loving yourself, but one day I hope, you know, you find that deeper connection yourself and really discover, you know, loving yourself. Cause there's so many beautiful things to love about yourself and not worrying about those flaws and worrying about, you know, what's going on and trying to impress like society and everything. And also a big thing advice. I, it really took me a long time to overcome was like even the social media and, you know, not taking those pictures, you know, of the, you know, like the thin celebrities and bikinis and everything to heart, you know, and just like really being like, you know, they might like look good that way, but I look good in my own way. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm happy, you know, for how I look and just, you know, really appreciating that everybody has their own, um, you know, strategies when it comes to, you know, discovering their self-love. So I'm hoping all the listeners, you know, who might not feel that way right now, one day will discover all of those things because you're all beautiful. We're all beautiful. That's why, you know, the world's a beautiful place. So, you know, we all love you. And even though you might be in the darkest moments right now, you will overcome it. There are brighter days ahead. That's so beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. I could really Mm -hmm. feel that love even from you and I always say that, um, eating disorders, any, any challenge we go through is, is, is challenging, but the challenge about eating disorders is we need food to survive. So we can't just stop, you know, eating. We can't like, whereas other addictions, you can stop using that substance where eating disorders, we can't, but it's really just hearing your journey and hearing your share to connect with people who are struggling or are struggling with self-worth is remember you have love at the end of the day. We have love. And I know, um, with like self-love and meditation being a really big part of your journey, how else has tapping into your spirituality helped you love and accept yourself more? Yeah. So definitely, you know, definitely the support system and definitely you Mary, you know, really helped because sometimes, you know, being, you know, there's some days that are harder than others and, you know, Meditation, as far as yoga and everything, just really helps connect with myself and also trying to figure out a good relationship with food was very difficult. And I had to have a different mindset and definitely spiritually, I had to have that positive mindset when it came to the eating disorder and trying to form like a good relationship with food. Because I remember when I was also in my, you know, in the stages of my darkest um, times in my eating disorder, 
like if I went out to a restaurant, if they had the calorie count on there, I would look at the lowest calories and it could be something I don't enjoy at all. (laughs) So just like, you know, just positivity, you know, having that positive mindset and, you know, really loving like the relationship with food. People are like, how do you have a relationship, you know, with food all, you know, and just realizing, you know, no food is forbidden from us. You know, food is how, you know, we survive and it's important, you know, and there's times, you know, we should enjoy our meal, not focus on the calorie count or, you know, just thinking, oh, I'm just going to have a glass of water and I'll eat, you know, something else when I get home, you know, but just, I think spiritually, just, I used to have a very, my eating disorder, but very negative mindset. And I was just like, I had to be thin. I not gonna, you know, I'm not enjoying, you know, going out to, I stopped enjoying going out to dinner with family and stuff. So I would definitely stay home, but definitely changing my spiritual being into like positivity definitely helped me. Yeah. That's so beautiful. And I feel like everybody listening to this, whether you have gone through an eating disorder, or maybe, you know, somebody who's gone through an eating disorder, just, I really want to highlight what you shared of, uh, eating the foods that you want to eat also. (laughs) And and a lot of people, you know, maybe not feeling guilty. I know myself, (laughs) I, uh, I bought like chips and ice cream and I'm like, who am I? I don't eat this, but I was like, my body's craving it. And I ate it and I felt like, oh my gosh, like at first second, why did I eat this? But then I was like, wait, this like satisfied all my cravings. And I know if I didn't honor that and honor my cravings, I would still be craving it. So I feel like if you're listening to this, you know, uh, exactly how Callie said is really just developing that healthy relationship with food and honoring yourself no matter what, because at the end of the day, it's like, yeah, maybe I did eat too much. Um, and I am a little bit more full than I'd like to be, but I'm still going to love myself regardless. Um, so it's, it's really beautiful to hear you say that and, uh, building like community, getting around people who lift you up and feel good. And I loved your, uh, take on positivity because especially with eating disorders, it's, that's also what really helped me in my time where I'm eating food. And I'm like, okay, this food is nourishing me. It's going to allow me to feel good. It's going to allow me to do help people and do all the things. So I love that you shared that, uh, positivity and and having that strong mindset through those dark, challenging times, um, Mm -hmm. really says a lot about you and just how strong you are. So I want to honor that and recognize that and, and just highlight for anybody listening. Yeah. (laughs) You're so sweet. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Food is, I definitely realized, you know, food is not our enemy yeah, or savior. You know, that's how we live. Mm-hmm. So definitely acknowledging that it's not trying to like hurt me or it's, you know, not trying to, you know, make me gain weight on purpose, but that's what we need to survive. And, you know, that's what we need and just enjoying it, you know, mm-hmm. and definitely forming a good relationship with it definitely helped. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Well, I want to wrap this up in a few moments, but I really wanted to just thank you so much with gratitude and sharing your story, because I know that even this topic, just food in general, whether it's eating disorders or not, but food in general is such a touchy topic for people because it can bring up a lot of emotions. It can bring up a lot of triggers of things inside of us that we haven't healed. Uh, so I really honor you. And I thank you for that. Now, what, uh, moving forward, 
uh, in your life, how are you uh, planning on uh, diving even deeper into the mental health and eating disorder work? As I know you're uh, getting your master's at Stockton. (laughs) Yeah, so I definitely, in the future, I would definitely love to create programs that, you know, surround helping individuals with eating disorders. When I had mine, I felt like I was not getting help. You know, I felt like I was so alone. So I would definitely love to, you know, make a program where, you know, not focusing on the eating disorder itself, but focusing on self-love and improving the food relationship. And I would love to do that through like support groups or anything. When I went, went through my eating disorder, I went to individual therapy. So I felt like if I had more of a support group and knew I wasn't alone at that time, I felt like that would have helped. But definitely moving forward in the future, I would love to create like different programs, you know, around the county, you know, that focuses on individuals that might be going through an eating disorder and showing them, you know, your eating disorder doesn't find who you are, you know, and just, you know, trying to find ways that they could discover their own self-love. So I would love to do programs like that. And definitely, you know, eating disorders definitely, you know, is about your mental health and even focusing on programs that focus not just on the eating disorder, but also your mental health, you know, changing that mindset. Like I said, you know, I had a negative mindset and, you know, I would love to hopefully change that for some people and, you know, them realizing there's so many beautiful things to love in life and not just worrying how you physically look, but what you also can give people like your personality or just your energy your vibes, like your good vibes, you know, definitely makes a difference in somebody and your eating disorder doesn't do that. You know, your inner self can make a whole difference. And I love to create a program like that in the future uh, Mm -hmm. after Stockton. So hopefully fingers crossed. Yes, we're manifesting for you. And I can't wait to to see that program come to fruition. And I want to highlight what you said too. You're not alone. You know, you said that uh, a few times you're not alone. So no matter even where you are in your life, if you're in a dark place, you're not alone. There are people out there who can help you. And um, I want people listening to that if you feel like you are alone, reach out and, and, and get support because it really might not even be what you actually are going through. It might just be that mindset shift. It might just be uh, giving yourself that more time as Callie mentioned in the beginning, like slowing down and connecting um, more to yourself, even through meditation. So I really wanted to highlight what you said there, which was so beautiful that uh, you're not alone now, if, and going forward, um, if people are feeling uh, alone, uh, where can they connect with you? Yeah. So please, if you, you know, need any advice or, you know, just want to chat, um, you can please connect with me on Instagram. Uh, my handle's uh, Callie, lowercase C-A-L-L-I, Vada, V is a Victor, O-T-T-A. I'm very active on Instagram. So, you know, direct message me, you know, even if you're having a bad day, be like, Callie, I'm having a bad day. I need to talk this. I need to, you know, rant or anything like that, or just, you know, you know, I'm just not feeling connected with myself. I'm just feeling really down about myself. You know, I need a little bit of encouragement. I just need somebody to talk to. I will be your person. I have a listen in ears and I will respond right away if you know, if you need anything. So definitely connect with me through Instagram. 
Oh, you're so beautiful. I felt that so wholeheartedly. And so the last question that I want to ask you that I ask everybody, uh, as you know, because Callie is an avid listener, um, (laughs) what is your true vibe? So my true vibe, I should know this one right off the bat since I listen to podcasts all the time. Such a deep question. I would say my inner vibe is definitely self-acceptance and self-love. I definitely want to give off that vibe, you know, that I accept you for who you are and not just some of the challenges that you might go through and just, you know, just spread in love with each other. And that's like my biggest motive because I feel like, you know, that's what our society needs. We need to accept everyone for who they are, despite their challenges and spreading that love for each other. Cause you know, love can make such a big difference with everyone you know, that who might need a support system. So I would definitely say that's my really true vibe. So I go about every day. Wow. Oh, that really is. And even just listening to this, hearing you speak and share, it's just like, you have such a big heart and, and hearing you share how, you know, love, if we all had a little bit more love or, or allowed ourselves to love ourselves a little bit more, we just might increase that positivity and that positive mindset. Uh, but you definitely give off. That is your true vibration. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much, Callie. This, it, uh, it really was an honor to have you on here. I just, I really, I love connecting and being in your energy and I'm, I'm so thankful for you. Oh, thank you so much, Mary. Thank you so much for having, you know, this was really, this was really amazing. You know, I hope I helped some people in this, uh, podcast episode, you know, connect with, you know, myself or Mary, we've both been through it, you know, it's just, you know, we just need to spread that positivity and we're all here for you. But thank you so much again, Mary, you are amazing. (laughs) And I love listening to your podcast. I tell everyone, I'm like, you have to listen to True Vibe. It's amazing. (laughs) Oh, I love you. Oh my gosh. And uh, all Callie's information, her Instagram will be linked in the show notes. She actually sent me the eating disorder. helpline, I guess you could recall, call it. Mm -hmm. That'll be in the show notes as well. And as she said, reach out to either of us, um, or, you know, both of us, we both have gone through it. You don't have to do it alone. And we're here to support you, uh, in any way possible. So reach out, let us know, even just your takeaways, breakthroughs, and anything that came up for you listening to this, uh, because it is deep stuff. And I honor you for listening and, and following all the way through, um, because you're healing alongside of all of us and we're all healing together. So I love you all so much. And I want to thank you guys for listening and I'll talk to you all in the next episode. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you enjoyed this episode and are ready to help others connect to their true vibration, share this with a friend, hit subscribe and leave a review to let me know how this podcast has impacted you other ways to connect with me, check out the show notes to follow me on Instagram at MaryMC4 or check out my website, truevibewellness.com. Sending you all the love, all the light and all the highest vibrational energy.